Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden and you're listening to Queer Stories. This week, Neville Williams Boney is a proud Wiradjuri Welwyn man from Wagga Wagga. He is a graduate of Naysda Dance College and is currently an independent interdisciplinary artist living on Durag lands. Neville has danced with Karul Projects, was associate producer for Sydney Festival and 2021 artist-in-resident for Solid Ground. Has anyone ever had those same-sex friendships that made everyone around you can tell that there's sexual tension, but it was, like, strictly platonic? So... All the bros know what I'm talking about. Society calls it bromance, like a platonic boyfriend, if you will. And for some reason, women just can't understand that concept. It's a bit strange to them. Like, they all just scream in their heads, just be gay or just make out. No big deal. So I can honestly say I love these men in my life. Not in a sexual way, mostly. Uh, my first platonic boyfriend was at the tender age of 14. That's a weird way to put it. Uh, his name is Will. He is white with ancestry ties to Britain, so I know we weren't related, which is a good sign. He was small, scrawny, blonde-haired fella, literally one of those British boys plucked out of a British episode of EastEnders or Geordie Shaw. So William was my first. I don't know how or why we became friends, but we became inseparable. People would treat us like we were in a six-year relationship. When I was alone, I was met with couple questions like, how's Will? What is Will up to? Please give Will our love. This quest didn't help the sexual tension. You know how you're dating someone and when they first meet you, they ask you, what do you like to do? Then you just realise just how boring you are? No? Just me? No? Well, the other person you are dating introduces you to all these cool things and make you interesting for your next relationship. So when I, well, I was this boring kid who would spend most of his teenage time in his room playing video games, reading books, and just doing his homework. Will, he introduced me to hobbies that makes me cool and interesting. He introduced me to, like, Scrubs, a great TV show, a favourite of mine, my favourite band, Snow Patrol, soccer, Doctor Who, chess. Hearing all this out loud doesn't make me sound cool or interesting, (laughs) but I think it's cool. Uh, So when Will and I lived together after graduating high school, we would even have, like, date nights. Like, we would schedule into our diaries, so, like, just like a married couple would. So every Wednesday, he would finish work, I would finish some dance lessons, uh, ballroom dancing, if you must know, and we would get Chinese takeaway, we would sit side by side in our recliners and watch Doctor Who. So David Tennant was a doctor. Yeah, all all my gay nerds knows where it's at. So Will and I were super close but we grew apart eventually. And by grew apart, I mean I did cheat on him with, with his younger brother. I mean, like, he'll be at work the whole time and hanging out with his soccer mates and I was left alone at home and Will's brother and I kind of shared a room and we started, you know, we started gaming. And one thing led to another 
and we, before you know it, we started watching Glee. So, <laughs> so yeah, I guess you can say it was serious. Uh, as time went on, Will and I both felt like this space between us, and we never really said anything because then it become real. And that's when I met Josh. Freshly turned 18, I was out on the town with mates and my friends ditched me. Or I walked off, I can't really remember, it's all kind of a blur. Anyway, I bumped into Josh and we introduced ourselves and we hit it off. And his friends left him and I was Neville no friends and so we decided to hang out. And we started to hang out together and spend the rest of the night getting drunk. After that night, we invited each other to parties and hangouts. And I would invite Josh over to my house. Now, Will and Will's brother did not particularly like Josh. Josh was also white. He was scrawny, nicknamed Minnie. So it doesn't matter among friendships. So he was wild and a total fuckboy. I mean, come on. We all know a fuckboy named Josh. <clears throat> so Will and Josh's personality clashed a lot. So I move out and move into a house with Josh. It was just us two. It was a new chapter for both of us. Josh and my relationship were full of fun and parties. This is when we both started exploring our sexualities. Two 21-year-olds hitting, hitting the town. We'd bigger like old married couples. You know, we were very toxic together. Any astrologist would tell you that. You know, a Gemini and a Scorpio, not compatible. But man, what a sexy time. So Josh and my friendship made everyone suspicious of us. We never did anything sexual together, despite everyone thinking we did. But we openly shared our love together saying, I love you, hugging each other, sharing beds, saying um, pillow talk, playing with each other's hair, resting on each other, like toxic masculinity. What a, who is that? <laughs> he was very adamant, though, that we were not best friends unless we saw each other's penises. <laughs> so his reasoning was if I got into an accident and he had to ID my body and my penis was the only thing still intact, <laughs> that's how he would know we were best friends. I know, sounds kind of gay to me. But it worked, so we dropped our pants and Josh was the first guy to see my penis and his was the first penis I've seen in real life, which wasn't weirdly sexual. Uh, after that night, we hit next level best friendship-ness-ness-ness. So uh, we both got a little jealous of each other people around us. So like, you know, other friends coming in with inside jokes or girlfriends, and we eventually stopped hanging out because of Josh's girlfriend. She hated that we would always hang out, and Josh is, uh, keep choosing her over me, which no hard feelings, but ultimately, Josh and I just fell out of love. Uh, Josh is a great guy. I mean, I wish, we could, I wish we could hang out again and go into the town and just have shots like we used to. Josh helped me, made me realize many things, my passions, my sexuality, which is pansexual, by the way, and how to live in that moment. So when you break up with your first platonic boyfriend, Will, and you find your rebound, Josh, and you knew it was never going to last because rebounds don't last, then after you rebound, you find another. And in the words of the great Donna Summers, to prove I'm not, you know, young, is <laughs> this time I know it's for real. So I hope, you, I hope you've been paying attention because, and that you find my life somewhat interesting to stay awake because it's going to get a bit complicated because the next guy and my current best friend right now is also named Josh. <laughs> this is the part of the movie where the protagonist realise it's you, it's always been you and you scream at the TV going, oh, duh, you idiot, and throw popcorn at the TV. Well, Josh has been there from the start. He was Will's best friend before me and he had been there, part of our friend group all throughout high school 
and he married a really good friend of mine and now they had three gorgeous children. But our friendship hit next level when he asked me to be his best man. He still lives in my hometown and we have a stable long distance relationship. We text each other every night, texting, how was your day? How are you feeling today? Wish you were here. Again, toxic masculinity, no idea. Josh is so loyal and he's very generous. Like I literally would not be standing here without him. He broke down all barriers physically and mentally for me to get here now. All my successes as an artist, I owe it to him. I grew up in a very low social economic household and he like literally let me use his computer to send an application to NASDA and to study dance and I literally wouldn't be here without him. I'm indebted to him and all he wants in return is nothing. Like what a bastard for asking absolutely nothing in return. Very rude, like I don't know what I can do. I've always wondered what I could give him. Like, I don't know what he sees in me. Like he hasn't made, he has a house, beautiful wife, kids, job security. I don't know what I could possibly provide. He's the perfect best friend. He's the one. All I can do is be there for him and be his friend. I think that means the world to him. So we always make time for each other in our busy lives. I'm so lucky to have him in my life. I'm lucky to have all these bromances in my life. They made me who I am today. Every time someone says, oh, you're so interesting, I know it's because of them. They made me interesting because of those three brilliant men. I love them all still. So many memories I will cherish. I just wish I could tell them how much I miss them and I wish I can, and how much I appreciate them and that one day maybe I get the chance. And so to quote and further make it clear how queer I am, uh, Glinda and Alphaba, and feel free to sing along, but who can say if I've been changed for the better? Because I knew you, I have been changed for good. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out Queer Stories on Patreon, where you can support the project for as little as $1 per month. Follow Queer Stories on Facebook for news and event updates. And follow me, Maeve Marsden, on Twitter and Instagram. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.